everybody and welcome back to another episode of talk therapy today's episode i'm going to be covering a a wide range of insecurities and how i deal with them and just some advice or just honestly just speaking about insecurities i hope you guys enjoy so when i think of insecurities that like i personally deal with i know for a long time it was me myself as a human (laughs) But as I got older, um, some reason, it wasn't for some reason, it was because, like, the areas that I grew up in and, like, to myself, I didn't consider myself to be very pretty or anything like that. So, very quickly, I learned that if you want to make friends without being pretty or if you want any sort of, if you want to be treated nicely, you have to do one of two things. Or you have to do, like, both of them. You have to make sure you're not someone who is easily walked over. And you also have to make sure that you are funny and you have a good personality. So when I was younger, I stood by the fact that, you know, if anything, at least I'm funny. (laughs) Like, I would go to school and all these things and my friends would be like, oh my god, you should become a comedian and... Whatever. And that was something I really took to heart because it wasn't usual to get like, oh my god, you're so pretty or anything like that. And I feel like we also need to like, a lot of times when there's insecurities about your physical appearance, a lot of people are like, you should just get that validation and seek that validation from yourself. But so many people are told like, you're self-centered and you're selfish and you're like obsessed with yourself to give yourself that attention So a lot of people don't know how to give themselves that validation and attention properly and in a way that's comfortable. And also, I feel like we've reached a time where we act like feeling accepted and wanted by people is like now seen as a weakness. And we've normalized that idea that it's, you know, weak to really want people's approval and validation and I think if that's how you live that's how you survive like you're not gonna have a very rewarding life because not everyone's gonna do that for you but it's okay to want people to view you as being desirable and pretty and all the other fun stuff I'm also doing my nails right now and for some weird reason I can't multitask without getting out of breath like I'm literally sitting down I'm in jeans also so that might have something to do with it but I'm sitting down and I'm out of breath doing my nails like girl you need to exercise more often but anyway this is a side note but I'm dying not dying I'm painting my nails like this cherry red color and I think it's so cute I've really gotten into reds recently I think they're really cute colors and I really hated the color red this is totally gonna turn into a tangent but like I hated the color red because first off guys love the color red and they don't like the cute color of red they like the pure primary version of it like if you've ever seen a color wheel we get to do that in art class if you've ever seen one of those little centers it's like this pure striking like it's not cute to look at it's so uncomfortable I hate it I hate the color I dislike it incredibly 
and guys would love it. So they'd have like red little sweaters and red shoes. Oh, I hated red shoes. I think red shoes, if they're like that pure version of red, are the most hideous things. But if you like them, slay. Like, um, this is another tangent, but I went to Dollar Tree today. That's where I got this nail polish and this candle that is burning in my little thingamajigger, right? I'm scared it's going to hit the canvas behind it because I redid my room and I painted something for my room. And it was supposed to look good, but then it started looking bad, so I just went with it and I was like, Slay, you know, it doesn't, it's fine, it's fine, we can deal with it. So it was supposed to be a mountain with like hills around it, but the paint, like the canvas is huge, so I didn't have enough paint to cover the whole thing. And the candle is literally right on it, and I'm like, if it just got any closer, my house would be engulfed in flames, but either way. So I prided myself a lot on how funny I was and all that fun jazz, and then we went into COVID. And then when I got out of COVID, you know, I was out of my awkward phase. I feel like that's another thing people need to realize that. And it's so natural. I feel like no one who's ever been under the age of like 13 has ever not been insecure. But if you're under the age of 13, 14, 15, please shush. Like you, this isn't your time to be pretty. You're a child. (laughs) Like you're not even fully developed. You'll have your like 12, 13, 14, 15 glow up. It's coming. I'll tell you. It is coming. And then you're going to have one at like 16, 17, 18, and 19. And then your final one's probably going to be at 25. And then you're just going to start getting old. So I wouldn't rush the process. But um, I prided myself a lot on how funny I was. And then COVID happened. And, you know, I was like 13. I was 14 when we got out of COVID, it was like in 2021. So like you finally could like go out and do things. So my cutesy patootie little preteen entering teenage years glow up hit. And I hadn't spoken to people in so long. And I did not know how to be a funny person. I didn't know how to speak to people. I'm still like that. I'm kind of awkward. Um, I became more of an introverted person. That's something interesting about being introverted. I feel like I've probably always been introverted. It's just like I'm a very, I think I'm an extroverted introvert. And I'm realizing that as of recent, like, but that's a whole nother conversation. Either way. So basically, I couldn't be funny anymore. Like I literally could not be funny. I vividly remember going to my freshman year of high school at this like charter school. So it was smaller and you know, it's not real high school. (laughs) So there wasn't so many people like I made it easy on myself. And I got there and I didn't know anyone. And since it was a charter school, it's like Everyone who went to middle school at this school also went to high school and it's small and you're only there three days a week. And, you know, it's like, you know, people know each other anyway. So I made friends with these two girls and the entirety of the time I didn't say a word to them. Like I did, but like it was just laughing at their jokes. And I remember going home 
and telling my parents, like, I don't know why these girls like me so much. I, like, I don't, I don't know how to speak to them. Like, I remember I, all of the day, I was just laughing at whatever they said. And I didn't even hear what they said half the time. So some of the times I was laughing at, like, really random stuff. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. And it was just so weird. And I was like, I don't know why they like me. And then we went to the gas station down at the end of our school. And I was like, I really don't understand why you guys like me. And it was genuinely making me uncomfortable. And then after that, I had a cutesy patootie little identity crisis. Because I was like, oh my god, being funny was my thing for so long. Like, how can I not keep it up? You know, I need to get it back. So I had major insecurities about who I was as like a person in the sense of personality-wise. And I was like, I can be so comfortable around my mom and my dad. But it's like towards other people who I don't see every single day, my personality really just goes off the deep end. And I honestly think that was probably a good thing. I think there's some insecurities that are put there for you to re-examine yourself. And I think any kind of insecurity, you can give it the power to either make you really insecure and really self-conscious, or you can look at exactly what is causing this feeling and to me it was like rightfully so you had minimal social interaction it's not particularly surprising that you are like awkward (laughs) so basically what I did was nothing I did nothing um but I did get a bunch of new hobbies and I learned that you know it's fine there's some things I think when you're insecure everyone well I don't think this is an everyone situation, but I certainly do it. I'm incredibly self-critical or hard on myself, but in the sense of like socially. Like I think a lot of people who are socially awkward or antisocial are actually just like social perfectionists. Like they need to be seen as perfect. They need to be seen as the funniest, the prettiest. And they hold themselves to a very high standard and they realize they can't fulfill that and because of that it shuns them away from putting themselves out there and that was definitely me so I just came to the conclusion that babe if you're not going to speak the entirety of a conversation and these people still want you around you're obviously doing something right or they just like to hear the sound of their own voice and you have no friends so like chill out it's fine like you can put up with them for a little while longer And, I mean, that was it. I think a lot of times, and this is advice centered to me, I don't really know if everyone feels the need to do this, but I think in today's culture where it's constantly be better, you can always be better, look better, be whatever, you know, you can always be a better version of yourself, which is so true. But sometimes you have to just sit with yourself. Sometimes you just have to accept what you are in that moment. And for me... I was just a very awkward person who hadn't been social in literally almost two years, in very formative years. So I'm not surprised that that was the case. (laughs) But to piggyback onto that, I think you really have to have compassion for yourself. And I think the excuses you would make up to your parents if like, um, someone you really liked or one of your really good friends who your parents don't particularly like 
you would excuse their bad behavior or whatever mishaps and you'd have so many you'd have so many excuses for why they behaved a certain way and i think you should carry that same energy over to yourself i hope you're not behaving badly but i mean honestly if there's something you're not perfect at that's fine it's fine so you know socially for me when i had insecurities the one thing i really did was like I mean, I obviously, like, searched up, like, YouTube videos, like, how to be more sociable and how to make small talk. And my biggest advice, honestly, if you think you have some insecurities dealing with social anxiety or, like, conversational skills or if you don't think you have a good personality, I assure you, you have a personality. Now, I think the only thing that would make someone have a bad personality as if they were a mean person so if you've been told that you're mean um yes not good you should take a look at that but if you've been told like honestly yeah I think you're good in the personality side my one advice to that or I have a few so the first thing I'd say is just become a better listener like People love to hear themselves speak. And if you can, like, listen to people, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's fine. Also, if you're in a setting that's, like, school, a work environment, this is not great advice, but, (laughs) like, it's not great talking advice, but, like, if there's some drama in the office or at school, everyone can bond over complaining and drama. So, you know, just some advice and honestly don't take things too seriously I think if you stress over conversation with people it's gonna go badly like if for me I know a lot of times because I'm someone who considers themselves socially anxious I don't think I have social anxiety well no I do but either way like starting conversation with people maintaining it when I'm having conversations with people and they say their name immediately forgotten immediately um they're talking I just ask them a question how are you they're speaking and I'm like paying attention to every little thing they say so that I can later on ask them questions so I'm not even present in the conversation people can pick up on those things desperation is a very ugly energy so stop being so desperate to have a good conversation and just have a conversation it's okay if a conversation needs to end one of my best ways I love ending conversations this way Mm. (laughs) anyway it was so good to see you I'll see you later like I have to go see like I don't know like I have to go pee or something or like I just go and walk away okay it's fine it doesn't have to go great all the time and then my other little amazing insecurity would be your physical your physical and I'm really gonna spin out some of my best advice in this section because I will be coming back to listen to this every time I feel a little sad and depressed and sad I remember when I was younger, I was very insecure. And I think now I am probably, I'm less insecure. But there are a few things I will say. And maybe, I don't know if everyone's going to be able to relate to this. But when I was younger, everything about myself was like strongly disliked by me. I had plastic surgery lists, like, lined up. I was going to do this, and I was going to do that, and I was going to, you know? Like, 
immense self-hatred. And the one thing I have to say about self-hatred is you have to identify specifically what you hate about yourself. And I've noticed a lot of ethnic people are very big on the self-hatred. Um, so if you don't like yourself because of your race and your ethnicity, the one thing you're going to do to get off over that is not get a nose job so that you can fix whatever ethnic nose you have or lighten your skin or perm your hair or anything like that. You are going to have to fall in love with your ethnicity, okay? You're just going to have to find the beauty within where you come from. And you're going to have to be chill with it, okay? Like, listen to songs that speak highly about your race or something. Um, literally, like, go on Pinterest. And I swear if your Pinterest board is a bunch of photos of people that don't look like you, which it most of all always is, search up your race, search up your ethnicity, look for the beauty in whatever country you come from or anything like that. Like, look for beauty within who you are. And not from the validation of others. I know a lot of times it was like, if someone who wasn't my race complimented me, especially if they were like a certain kind of race, it would be like, ah, oh my god, maybe I'm not that ugly. <laughs> and that's not a good idea. That is a very sad, sad idea. That is childlike thinking. And that will get you nowhere. You're going to seek validation from everyone and you're also going to, in turn, end up hating your ethnicity or your race. Because you already hate yourself for being that way. So you probably also already hate people in your race and things like that. Either way. Just my little opinion. So you really have to fall in love with who you look like. And you have to search for beauty in it. And you cannot condemn who you are. A lot of times, if your parents tried to, tried to do better for you and they, like, you know, wanted best for you, most parents should want that. If they came from a certain area they've and they've, like, worked for themselves, they're going to live in a class, like a middle class or upper middle class. And if you are an ethnic person, you're not going to look like everyone else around you. And that can cause a lot of insecurity. So you honestly just have to romanticize your race. I'm being, like, so honest. Like, you just have to think you're beautiful. You have to be as obsessed with who you are as you are of changing yourself. So that's my best advice with that. Either way, what was I talking about? I was talking about hating yourself. But now I'm talking about something else. Either way, as I've gotten older, I've come to terms with who I am right? And there comes an age in everyone's life, no matter who you like, you're going to want the attention of that person. And I think for most women, it's male attention. I am not a guy, believe it or not. <laughs> Big surprise. And I don't really talk to that many guys. Um, for some weird reason, I've always had the impression that they don't really care about women's validation that much. But I'm sure they do. <laughs> they just never speak about it but there comes a time where that is gonna be your most important thing and I think a lot of insecurities nowadays comes from oh I was gonna talk about another self-hatred thing okay the other kind of self-hatred if it's not ethnic it's like about your body and that might mean your hair that might mean your face that may mean your acne how your body looks your body type all of that fun jazz 
I have two ways you can go about this. If it's something you can control, fix it. I I love the self-help narrative of love yourself as who you are and then do something. But, I mean, like, I feel super icky and, like, I don't love myself. <laughs> that sounds so mean. But I don't really like having bad skin. I don't like it. I love having clear skin. So I will splurge on good skincare products and I will take the time to go on YouTube and search up dermatologist um and see what they recommend when it comes to their skincare stuff I will take the time out of my day to do that because I don't like having acne I don't like it I don't think it's pretty I don't think it's cute so I'm going to do something about it if you don't like something and you have the power to change it I think it's kind of a waste of time to tell yourself oh love it love yourself first love it because I think you can love the journey of becoming what you actually are comfortable with so if you think where you are right now as in like your body type if you know you've been eating really bad if you know you don't really take care of yourself and you just feel bad you feel bad but you also don't think you look good fall in love in the process in the journey of exercising and searching up good things to eat and fixing your diet And don't make it unhealthy, you know? Don't try and lose weight unhealthily. I would really say if you want to lose weight, you have to fall in love with exercising. Because, like, there's a lot of unhealthy narrative around losing weight. And I'm not going to say anything about that because I know it's a triggering topic. But um, a lot of people go the easy route, which then becomes the very negative route. And I think you really have to enjoy exercising. I love running. I adore it. And I don't walk or run long enough. But I'm telling you, it's so therapeutic just walking or running. Especially if you have music in. But even if you don't, you can even work on like walking a certain way. I know like last year, I was always walking. And I like walked so much. Whenever I was listening to my amazing music, I'd have this, like, little hot girl walk going on. And I would bring it up. I'd bring it out in public. And I'd bring it out in how I was walking. And walking with confidence and feeling confident, it's an amazing thing. So I think if you fall in love with the act of working out, it can eliminate the negatives of this toxicity around losing weight. Now, on the flip side of that... If you want to lose weight, not because you don't feel good, in the sense of, like, you don't feel good, like, you don't feel healthy, or if you want to reach an ideal weight, I don't think there's anything wrong with reaching an ideal weight or wanting to be a certain weight or looking a certain way. I do think it becomes toxic once you get addicted to that feeling of dieting and working out and fasting and all of this stuff. I think you have to really make it organic. And I think I do agree with the people in that way that you have to kind of accept yourself during the journey of wherever you're choosing to go, you know? Because if you just really don't hate yourself and you think a few pounds is going to make you love yourself again, it's not. It's not. And you're probably going to choose a very unhealthy way to achieve that if you didn't take the time to just find peace with who you are. So, like I said, I don't think you have to love yourself at a place where you know you don't want to be. But I think you have to accept yourself, you know? Slay.
But either way, we're going to move on. Now, so if you can change something, change it. If you can't, accept it. Thank you. Moving on. So (laughs) I got older and there comes a time in someone's life, I've already said this, you seek the validation of whoever, you know? And I think that's where a lot of insecurities lie because guess what? Half the population is women, half the population is men. Most of them want the attention of others. So you have a lot of people going against them. I go to the mall nowadays and it's like, when I was younger, I used to go to the mall because it was like, oh my God, the mall with no parents? Slay. Now it's like, I'm going to look as amazing as I possibly can in the hopes that someone hits on you. And that is depressing because if you ever have that happen to you, if you ever have someone hit on you, the next time you go and nobody hits on you, it's going to be like, but the next time you go and your friend gets hit on, it's like, oh my God, what did she do that was so great and amazing? And it becomes this competition of like, ugh, and ugh, and ugh. And I feel like a lot of insecurities nowadays, I think, especially with girls and women, is to seek that validation and to seek not only validation from guys, but validation from anyone. And my best advice for for that, and I'm even going to listen to this, is like genuinely you kind of just have to stop caring. Like it really doesn't matter. And I mean, one great example is there are very ugly people with really hot people. Okay. Mm, I know it's not, it's probably not the best example. Boo hoo. It always makes me feel better. <laughs> There's like, you don't have to be pretty. I feel like another thing people don't understand is you can be the hottest person in the world, but if you don't have a good vibe around you, if you're not a good person, people can feel that and it's going to make you 10 times less attractive. I've met people that are not the most hottest people in the world. Literally, they're not. They're not. But their smile or their eyes or their vibe in general just feels so genuine that it's like, I want to get to know you. And they themselves are magnetic people. And it's not like they're butt ugly. They're like conventionally... I wouldn't say conventionally, but they're not ugly. But they're also not the hottest person in the world. So I honestly think at times striving for ultimate hotness is really stupid and not everyone is going to find you hot, especially, and this is like the sad reality of the world, but I also think it's kind of comforting and it like makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. It's not always, you know, nice to hear, but people aren't going to be, like, certain people are going to find certain people just more attractive than everyone else. And if you can pick up what I'm putting down, you understand me, okay? Like, you may only get attention from a certain group of guys. You genuinely might. And you may only see your friends get attention who look a certain way from a certain type of men. And I've noticed that with my friends. And I think it's really great to diversify who you're friends with because it gives you insight on not only their personal lives and their culturals, their cultures, but also who's attracted to them. And what I've learned is your feelings will become more hurt if you're seeking validation from people that do not find you attractive. Okay? Oh my God. Can you believe it? That was jaw-breaking for me. And 
things like go where you're accepted, go where you're wanted, I really had to drill into my head. Because if you're searching from for validation from a certain type of people, you're not going to find it. You're not. I mean, like, there's, of course, outliers. There's, of course, people that don't have preferences. But not everyone finds curly hair attractive. Not everyone finds you attractive. And I think people really need to be okay with that fact. Like, big surprise, not everyone's going to find you attractive. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Oh, my God, I know. It's so crazy. And, like, genuinely, like, when I wrapped my mind around that little fact I was like no because I see myself every day so how could you not love me jokes (laughs) um but yeah not everyone's gonna be attracted to you and that is so fine that is so okay because ask yourself there's always this narrative of why don't you like me why aren't you attracted to me sometimes you have to ask yourself am I attracted to you Do I like you, you know? Do I find you pretty or whatever else in the world, okay? And there's this huge thing. We all want to seem pretty for someone else and we don't even like them. We don't even know them. We don't don't have any attachment to them. But it's the simple fact that they're not obsessed with us. That's like giving us so much pain and turmoil. And I'm like, okay, that's confusing. It's fine. It's fine that not everyone's going to like you. And I genuinely think when you wrap your head around the fact that it's fine that not everyone's going to like you, beauty is genuinely so subjective. Sometimes I see people that have a lot of attention from others and I'm like, I don't understand it. I really don't. And I don't want that to come off mean. It's just like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And you really just, you got to not put so many, so much emphasis on looks because Looks is what keeps someone, no, looks is what gets someone in your corner, but looks do not keep people. And I've noticed the more attractive you are, the more you're used. Like people just talk to you for funsies because you're you and they're not interested in who you are, but your face looks a certain way. So we'll keep you around. And I think that switch from being seen as conventionally unattractive to being conventionally attractive for people can be really odd because I know there was a time that I was like, what? Weird. Nope. Like I didn't even expect any kind of attention. And then all of a sudden people don't mind being seen with you or talking to you. And it's a really weird thing. Um, It's very odd. (laughs) But either way, to go back to my point is it is okay that not everyone finds you attractive you don't find everyone attractive. People have preferences. Don't seek for that. Don't seek that validation in everyone else. Basically is what I'm saying. Another thing is, I really believe you kind of just have to stop caring. I think the vibe of the mindset of just not caring, like just going out and whatever you want to wear because you like it, doing your makeup however you want, or wearing literally none because you don't like the feeling of it, doing things that you want is a very attractive kind of energy and vibe and thing. It's a wonderful thing, you know? When you see, and I think if you are more authentic to yourself, you're going to attract the people that will also find that really good. 
I know a lot of people go through a phase where they do a lot of things for the hope of getting validation from a certain person. And I think you really just have to step into your own self, you know? What do you really like to do? What kind of clothes do you like wearing? What kind of things do you like doing? I think when you like someone, if you happen to go take up a new hobby or watch a new show, that is expected, okay? I'd hope you do that. But if you're watching anime for the one hope that all the guys at school are going to be like, she's so different, please stop. Go back to watching whatever you actually like to watch. And maybe you actually do like that. But don't bend yourself to fit other people. Authenticity is, like, I think so much more important. And on top of that, if you really do feel insecure about yourself, about your physical looks, you can always change something if you have the ability to. But something else you can do is, like, become an attractive person. And a lot of times we think that being an attractive person means physically attractive. But the word attractive means you attract things towards you. A pretty flower, a pretty car, a pretty anything is going to attract things to them. But if they were only pretty but with nothing that made them super unique, people would just glance at it and leave. One example is I love old cars, okay? Let's say you saw a vintage Mercedes that was black, okay? No, how about this? You saw a Mercedes nowadays. It's like a 2022 model. It's an SUV, SUV, SVU. What, SUV? Yeah, it's black. It's a cute car. I personally find Mercedes to be very hot cars. I think they're sleek. I think they're chic. I want one. I think they're adorable. I love looking at it. I might look at it, I might be like, Gosh, that is a hot car, but I'm going to pass. I'm going to leave. I'm not even going to take the time to take a picture with it. But you know what will catch my eye? A old vintage Mercedes that's like a brownish color, but it's like it has the little Mercedes like logo thing, but like it's sticked up and it's a convertible and it's low to the ground and it just looks chic and it looks hot and it looks old money. Oh my God. I will speak to the owner of that car for two hours straight in the off chance that if they die, they remember my name and give me the car. Like, that's the kind of stuff that makes me want to stay. That's an attractive car. The black Mercedes, that's a 2022 model, was a pretty car. Become attractive is what I'm trying to say. Have good conversation. Make people want to be around you. Be a nice person and not only be nice, like I know there's some people, oh my god, I'm going to go on a little rant, but I don't really like nice people if I'm being honest. Like people that are just nice to everyone and like bubbly and all that fun jazz, I don't like it. Like I like pleasant people, but people that have the same vibe and energy with everyone annoy me. It's like... To a point, I think you're just being fake, but that's a whole nother thing to me. Um, But if you make people feel good around you, if you make them feel safe, if you're funny, um, I think one of the best compliments I ever got was like, you're a very magnetic person. Like you have the ability to make conversation with people and do all these things because you're magnetic. Now, do I genuinely think I'm magnetic? No. 
but it was a really good compliment. I really appreciated it. And, and I think what makes someone really attractive or magnetic is the fact that they can cater to people. So I really believe like if you are beautiful on the inside, you'll just naturally become beautiful outside. So confidence, learning how to speak to people, making people feel comfortable is going to make you an attractive person. And beyond that, do what you want, act how you want. I mean, don't act crazy, but just be authentic to yourself. Work on making, I don't know, trying to make yourself more attractive in the sense of like, do people flock to you? You know? I'm sure we've all seen that one person who's really pretty, but it's like everyone has everything negative to say about them. And it's like you first saw them and you were like, oh my God, they're so pretty. I want to get to know them. But you speak to them and you're like, gosh, ew, you know? Thank you. But besides physical insecurities like that, I really just work on yourself. And honestly, if you really don't like yourself, there's nothing a cute little wardrobe switch up won't, you know, fix. Cut your hair, dye your hair, it'll grow back. Um, try out new makeup, work out, do something. I don't know. Just do it. Have fun. Live, laugh, and love. Anyway, that's enough. Speaking for me, I'm genuinely out of breath. I don't know how I came to this point. I don't know when working out really just stopped helping me. I've literally been talking and I'm out of breath. Do you hear me? Like I'm, I'm out of breath. This is unhealthy. Either way. Also, my last thing with choosing to be like insecure, not choosing, but insecurities about your physical looks I might have already said this in passing. I actually feel like I might have, but I'm just going to say it again. If people can tell that you are desperate for their validation, for their attention, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. Be who you are, okay? Go places with the hope of having a good time, not the hope of getting hit on, not the hope of being stared at a bunch. Um... Like, go places searching to have a good time, genuinely. So many people go places putting on their little hot girl walk, looking as confident as ever, in the hopes that someone is just going to be like, oh my god, what's your snap? It's stupid. And it used to be me, so I get the right to say that's stupid. But it really is. And it, like, ugh, it's so sad. Because, stop. You're so much more, there's so much more about you. You're worth so much more than someone's snap. Oh my God. Someone says you're pretty. Girl, look in the mirror. You already know that. (laughs) Like, it's so stupid to me. But it also used to be me, so. I guess it's a phase everyone gets to go through. Anyway, have a good day. Bye.